Hey, this is Rob. This is episode 111 of the Folly Coffee Podcast. Let's get it brewing. We are into it. I'm excited about this episode. And of course, the second we start recording, my phone starts buzzing as it always does. But I'm here <laughs> with Jordan Carr of Winnow, Minnesota. Now, when you say it, do you say Winnow, Minnesota or just Winnow or? Winnow MN. Winnow MN. Yes. The, one of the newest coffee businesses coming out of, uh, what I would, based on what I've read, out of the pandemic, yeah. uh, pandemic <laughs> idea inspired by all the happenings of that year. Yeah. Uh, but it is a Minnesota-based coffee subscription service. And I'm excited about this because we've only met in person really once. One time, yeah. Obviously, we went back and forth on email when we were yep. featured, uh, but excited to hear, learn more about this business. And I'm excited to pick your brain, All right, especially because I've been a little bit more focused, obviously, last year and now recently as we get into the holiday time of like online business sure. and how to build something like that and how you've been able to build something so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for I'm here to answer the <laughs> questions, man, because it's, it's happening quick. So, so let's get right into it of how you had the idea in the first place to start this business. Well, like any story is going to start for God knows how many more years. We were in lockdown and I just found out I was not, I realized I wasn't trying a lot of new things anymore. And I was just kind of, I wasn't going to coffee shops and God knows that we I was washing my groceries when I got back home. So I would just grab some coffee from the from the grocery store and I just whatever at the time I didn't know a whole lot. I knew I liked Guatemalan coffee. That's about it. But uh, I I enjoyed drinking coffee. But I just grabbed something. And then a buddy of mine who owns um, Loxley Coffee in Fairmont, Minnesota. I was telling him about, you know, I just I wasn't trying a whole lot. And then at the time um, my girlfriend had got me a trade. You know trade? Yeah. Got me a subscription to that. So I was telling him about that. And he called me one day and was like, I did some research and no one's doing this on a state level. And if they are, there's some place in Oregon that's doing something similar, but nowhere else. Do you want to do it? And I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And then. Well, so what were you doing at the time? Or like, what are you still doing? Like, what's your background? How did you kind of even get into coffee in the first place? <sighs> so, I mean, I've always just, my father was just a, uh, here's. Shitty old grind. Can I swear? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> not a problem. All right. he's, a, he's a shitty old grinder and just real stout, steamy, oily looking coffee. And that's how I thought. I'm like, that's man. That's man stuff. That's how you drink coffee. <laughs> and I drank that way until I started Winnow pretty much and started meeting roasters. But I've been a bartender for the last 15 years on and off. Um, I had an opportunity to, to work more closely with coffee when uh, I worked at Hodges Bend mm -hmm. for two years and they offered that and I was like no 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 that's that's too much for me I already know how to make coffee it's dark coffee man and then it wasn't until you know Joe called me and asked about that and we started doing this that I learned I don't know shit about coffee and I'm still just learning so much so when I go meet the roasters and pick up the coffee that's when I'm just I'm trying to be a sponge as much as I can and reading as many books as I can and things online and watching videos but I didn't have a background until one year ago, essentially. So you you have this idea. And so tell me more about your buddy's company. You said it was Loxley. Yep. So tell me about his business and what he's doing and kind of how you got introduced to him and what even 
because I'm trying to find like the first moment. Uh, did he bring it up that it's like this doesn't exist first, or yeah. did you kind of notice it based off of his business, or were you thinking about like? Oh, I've got some more time now that we're locked down and I'm washing down all my groceries. But I'm trying to find like this first moment of like, were you actively because you kind of find people starting businesses in different ways. Sometimes it's like uh, it's like this. You have like an existing passion and you go, I want to find something in this space. Or it's like you're actively trying to start a business or you've got more free time or how who started that conversation and how did it end up landing on this idea? That was, um, I don't know when Loxley started, a couple of years ago. So they're fairly new. And we just, we've been friends for 20 years. So we played in punk rock bands together. We've seen each other do some pretty awful things over the years. And then now we both have families and have, you know, mellowed out quite a bit. And I just, I wanted to do a coffee. I wanted to make my own or have Loxley do a coffee for an album release I was doing. That would just be my own. So I was going kicking back and forth on doing that with his brother, who's a roaster. And then, you know, the world shut down. And like I said, uh, my girlfriend Blair had gotten me uh, a trade subscription. And Joe seemed really, he was asking a bunch of questions about it. And then he just called me that day and, or called me that evening and was like, do you want to do this? And I was, I wanted to do anything, man. I was so bored. And I'm like, if... If anything, I'll get some free coffee for a while. And then now that was June, June or July 2020. And do you know how your girlfriend found out about trade or even had the idea to get you this? Was this because it sounds like and, and this is like a pretty common coffee experience where like you get into what you drink and you're like, this yeah. is how I drink sure. it. Don't tell me how to do it otherwise. And especially I've talked about this multiple times on this podcast that like high end coffee can have like this pretentiousness to it that actually I think will decentivize people to even want to experiment sure. into it. So I'm curious if you know kind of what inspired that gift idea or what that kind of idea was behind. And so for those of you who are listening that don't know, trade coffee is like I would probably say the number one coffee subscription nationally. I think by like probably a pretty good margin. It has to be. Like we're on Cremico, which is another national one, but yep. trade seems to be like the one that is most referenced or yeah. is a big business. Yeah, that is what we, when people are describing Winnow to people, they're like, it's like trade, <laughs> but for Minnesota. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. So right away I was like, no, no, don't say that. Because then people will go to trade. But I what we found is that it's, especially right when we started people were looking to support local businesses yeah. and really like everyone was really trying to do something but there was just so much shit going on especially in this city that i feel like people got lost in the mix and what this wasn't even we didn't even talk about this right away we were just like it'd be cool to do this and then we we can we could get free coffee essentially and start trying new stuff but then after a while we're like but this is also a you know, people get to try things they may never have found out about that are right here in the state, but then also support a small local business in this time where everyone's really trying to do that. And that was, it kind of took off from there. And I didn't know that I would end up being so proud of what we were doing then outside of like, I'm getting to drink great coffee shipped to my door for free. So you have this idea, you, you notice there's not really many people doing something like this on a local level. What are the first steps you both take as you're moving forward on this idea? The first steps, pick what kind of website layout we were going to do. And then you, you get into finding that there's all sorts of different ones. And it just happened to be, um, we were able to 
we were able to do Squarespace a lot easier than anywhere else. And it's also kind of like those things where there's so many options, you just go blindly point and go, that's the one. We I heard about that. that on a podcast. Yeah. Let's do that. They we're said it was that easy. One. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, that, and essentially that's it. And we've stuck with that. And then luckily Joe is, uh, Joe does our back end stuff, which is great because I hate it. I do not like to do it. And me, we probably wouldn't be a business anymore if I was in charge of it. But so he handles all that, which I never even considered all the spreadsheets we're going to have to deal with. I just, in my dumb brain, I'm like, people put their information into the computer and all I have to do is send them coffee. And so there was a lot of back end work and then meeting the roasters too, making sure that people were willing to do this at the price point that we could still operate at, but that wouldn't be hurting them at all. And that took some time to kind of figure out, especially when we had no subscriptions. Like to go to someone and be like, "We're gonna offer you so and so for so many so many bags," and they go, "How many subscriptions do you have? How many subscribers?" Well, we got five. No, here's here's our wholesale price. And yeah, you can deal with that, which I understand. And luckily, we've been in a position now to uh, to help to help other places, and then be able to kind of wiggle a room with that number, wiggle wiggle around with that number, if that makes sense. Yeah. So. There was that. It was we, it was pretty quick, man. From June until November was our first roaster, which was kind of friends and family, just like with anything. Your friends and family are kind of like your fans right away before you actually have some. And that was with Loxley Coffee, just because we figured if we did mess anything up. Hey, you're, like, you're, you're like, like I know a guy yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, Joe, it's going to be okay, right? <laughs> and then that went great. And I think we started with like nine. And then we went to... Um, Goodness, we did um, was it Fiddlehead Coffee, I think, in Rochester was mm-hmm. our second one. Then we were at about 19, 20, and then I had tried um, Underwood Coffee, which I think Jake was on the podcast. Yep. And absolutely, that's kind of where I went, oh, shit, there's all these great, like, these different things you can have. And just, so I started just buying every time Jake posted something after after we had featured them I was just buying each one just to see what it smelled like see what it tastes like and that's kind of where I started um I started diving into what uh, what goes on in the process to make things different like what if, what's different from one Guatemalan coffee to the other and that kicked off for me and then uh right after that it was the holiday time and I think we got a little bit of good press and then it just kind of blew up and we went from it was 20 to 30 some subscriptions in a, a little piece on care 11 that uh that they ran on a monday for one minute they ran it five times throughout a monday and apparently it was just a slow day i thought my phone is broken it just keeps clicking 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 and i'm like blair this something's wrong with my phone she's like no these are all new <laughs> and i was I'm super worried i'm like what if we fuck this up? I mean, um, also, what if some of these smaller roasters can't keep up with that? Because I had no idea what, you know, I don't want, I never wanted anyone to have to put their business on hold in order to fulfill this uh, this contract with us, Is that if that makes sense. Yeah. And and I know I'm kind of going everywhere oh, right now. It's, I'm, I'm taking mental uh, right. bookmarks here. But it's, um, we've been, it's, just, it's been really smooth, actually. I mean, for we still run into hiccups, but now like the packaging is my favorite, my one of my favorite days of the month because a it's about eight hours that everyone leaves me alone and I just sit and listen to podcasts or watch 
I'll watch some pro wrestling or something and just bag up coffee and throw shipping labels on it. And yeah, it's, um, sorry again just kind of all over the place no so you mentioned that you ended up on care 11 i know you had like a star tribune you had multiple articles written about you how did you go about that because that is something i think going into business i just assumed oh if you do enough reporters will find you and they'll write about you and you go it's not definitely not how it works it is not how it works it it is and i we did that for a while because i was like oh 20 subscriptions this is pretty good. We should grow slowly just to not, because I think growing too quick would have been detrimental. And like, I, I don't know if we would have been able to handle it. I mean, but who knows? It didn't happen. Luckily we grew slowly. And then we had the one big burst after we figured out how we were doing everything. But I essentially was looking just for a sponsor, like what it would cost to sponsor a news station or a radio station. And I sent an email to um, care 11 and a buddy of mine, who actually I'm going to go work with later on today, he was just happened to be in his office. He said, I never look at these emails, but I just happened to look at his email today. And he just sent it right on up to the anchors instead of like sending it to the advertising department to like send me back a package. This is how much this costs. And next thing I know, I was you know up in the morning with, um, I feel bad now. I can't remember her name, but uh, one of the anchors, morning anchors from Care 11. And next thing I know, we've got like another 80 subscriptions in one day. And it was incredible. And I owe it all to my buddy Sully, who just happened to be in his office that day, happened to be doing his job and said, no, we're going to send it up instead. And that's how that happened. That was blind luck on that day. And that's an interesting thing, too, because I think if you had just emailed, it's like, hey, we're this business. Can you do a piece on us? They'd be like... No. <laughs> and I have sent a million of those too. Right. And heard nothing back. And even the follow up. And now, you know, I like to kind of, I like to not, until someone says no, I like to keep sending follow ups. But then after <laughs> about 15, I was like, you know, we'll just stop. They'll, they'll find me now if they need to. And that's how that happened. And then I just, I kind of, um, I reached out to someone at the Star Tribune. They do a, I think it's a digital piece only where it's just kind of a little blurb on um, food food or beverage industry. And the lady who was writing that kind of emailed me back and said she really loved the idea and let's do a piece. And I thought she was just going to do one of those little ones. The next thing I know, we're on the phone talking forever. And she wrote this very beautiful piece. It was worded wonderfully and really helped us again. And that just another day where my phone is broken and it's going, going, going. And it's been, we've had such great feedback from people, which and like working with the roasters too and even when we first met it was such when you said that it was just so smooth that made me feel so good inside because sometimes you know I never know if on the back end if people are like maybe you know maybe we would, wouldn't do that again with them so I did appreciate that when you said that yeah I mean I mean even Sam at SK reached out and was like should we really? do this and I was like absolutely and there's a few there's a few reasons why well first Going into it, I didn't know how many subscribers you had, but the simplicity of it. And then also there are several facets to like getting this press coverage that are really beneficial. One is just credibility. So if I, when you reach out, if I Google WinOMN, the first things that pop up are all these articles. It's a clean looking website that I've got pulled up here. It's really a simple idea. And 
at first, I know you didn't like when it was like, oh, it's like trade for Minnesota. Sure. But that's so easy in my head to be like, right. oh, that's why this works is because right. it's like a proven business model. And it's like a niche within this business model that works really nicely because especially in Minnesota, that like especially during the pandemic. But in general, people in Minnesota are like very have a lot of pride about sure. things that are Minnesota made. 100%. And so you're providing like this really almost like the 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 value that Winnow MN adds is that it's like, hey, we're out there doing the research for you. Right. We're finding these new roasters. We're trying the coffee before we have them on as a roaster so that we know that the coffee you're getting has been researched from like the the ethical side of it that we looked into the business practices right. of the people we're working with. We've tried the coffee that you'll be receiving this month. And then it's just the simplicity of the whole thing works really nicely. So it's like you're adding value at each level. You're adding value to the roaster. You're adding value to the end consumer. And then the other side, I was looking at this. Well, so I'll just finish my thought on like why to work with you as I go, well, it's, it's super easy for us. All yeah. we have to do is roast the coffee. We don't even have to package it. You yep. pick it up at this agreed upon, uh, agreed upon price. Yep. There you go. Here's your coffee. And then it's out of our hands. And that's the final piece of work we have to do. Yep. Now, if you had messaged and been like, hey, yeah. you also have to fulfill the orders, then I'd be like, okay, so basically you're like a broker of sorts. And that would add one extra thing that like at the size you're at now, you could probably ask for that. But you go, ah, that's just like it adds another big day of packaging on sure. our side. But the simplicity of it all, you came with really clear guidelines of like, here's the price we pay you. We pick up the coffee on this day and then it's done. And then, you know, share some posts when we post it. We'd appreciate that. And I was like, this is super easy. Let's do it. And then you sent how many subscribers you had. And I was like, oh, this was really worth it. I'm glad we did that, (laughs) which is crazy to see the growth in just like under a year in business. And I was looking at this as I'm doing like research into like SEO, you know, search engine optimization and like trying to build organic searches. How much do you, do you both have a background in this? Is this something that you know very well? I mean, are you asking because we do it poorly? Because no. I know nothing. I know zero. Let's look at something here. I Google Minnesota coffee subscription. The top, Obviously, like the first four things that show up are ads for sure. like literally trade coffee, yep. like bottomless coffee. There's are two major players that are clearly paying a yep. lot of money to make sure that their ad shows Correct. up when anything coffee subscriptions yep. typed in. And then the first non-paid ad is WinOMN. The, right. the, the, the second organic search is the Star Tribune article to WinOMN. The third one is ArtfulLiving.com to WinOMN. The, the fourth one is finally something that's not WinOMN, which fortunately Folly Coffee is included <laughs> in, but that's Minnesota Monthly article about coffee roasters. Then after that, Spy House, Folly, Fragment, Minneapolis, and SK Coffee. And then the last one? Is also Winnow MN. I, I did not know this. Because, you know, like when I'm using my phone, I'm just typing in. It's just everything that I've searched. Because that, that's just so over my head, and it shouldn't be. But it is. Again, this, this is something that, like, I've spent a lot of my free time, yeah. like, researching how to build organic, how to build your organic traffic. And I found that the biggest thing is backlinks. Sure. And backlinks being a, an outside source putting the link to your website on their website. The more traffic or the more credible a website is, the more Google goes, oh, okay, if Star Tribune is posting WinnowMN, then this is a very credible link, so we're going to move them up in that search ranking. 
And so the term Minnesota coffee subscription obviously shows up in the Star Tribune article, Artful Living, all these different articles written about Winnow MN. And I'm going, it's no surprise to me that you were able to grow, grow so quickly in that way. I mean, now that you're putting it that way, it's not to me either, but I didn't, <laughs> I don't look, so Joe will do that, and I know Blair knows an awful lot more than I do, and I've just had friends who have reached out and helped out in ways, and they're trying to tell me things, and I, I don't know if I'm stubborn, I can be stubborn, but sometimes I get carried away with a list of things I'm going to do, and then all of a sudden, they end up post-it notes from months ago, yep. and I'm just, and they're still, they're all over my desk, and I look at them every day and go, tomorrow, tomorrow. But this, I mean, this makes me incredibly happy. It's also things I should know. Can we edit this out? <laughs> no, I think this is the best. And so it's it's funny because, like, the same thing has happened to us a couple times yeah. when we've been able to be featured on, like, you know, uh, on TV for, like, a short blurb or whether it's an article written about us is – this was something I discovered because of that, that I thought, okay, this is great because when that article comes out, somebody will see it and then hopefully place an order based off of that. But really there is this like longer value add to it that I didn't realize. And it is this. So literally this article that I pointed out on here, like when Minnesota monthly did this write up on Mm us, all of a sudden our search rankings like for folly coffee, when you're searching like Minnesota coffee or anything that's referenced in this Minnesota monthly article, all those search rankings probably popped way up in the rankings for And sure. prior to this article coming out, you really couldn't find us unless you were specifically searching for Folly Coffee, which people, for some reason, spell wrong a lot anyway. Sure. Uh, but they add an E, right? Yeah, yeah. Foley. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, it's yeah. literally a word. I don't understand. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to lie. I was shocked that when I searched that window was like over half of the results of Minnesota Coffee subscription. I am. I'm very surprised of that. I'm very proud of that, actually. And uh, I, I will be leaving this today smiling and telling. I'll just be bragging for a while. Yeah, that's great. And I'm. I'm. I'm we're super proud of it. And I'm. I've made some incredible connections. Like just um, when I met Sam over at SK, we I was there for I don't know an hour and a half just shooting the shit. And what a cool guy that is. he's such a cool guy. And I keep meeting all these people that I really enjoy talking to. Where I kind of thought that. I would show up sometimes and be like, uh, can I just get the coffee and go? <laughs> but for the most part, I end up, unless unless the roaster can't be there, like when we when we worked together, you guys weren't there. I just walked in and took it and left. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and I, I just end up staying for one to two hours and talking to people. And I love doing that. And it's, uh, we're making all these connections. And then people start sending emails and going, hey, we've got this new thing going on. Do you think that down the road we could be a featured roaster again? And it just blows my mind that people are reaching out to me instead of me reaching out to people now. And there's roughly 100 roasters in the state, which is insane, yeah. really. And I mean, I don't, most of them that I've tried have been great. Some of them are just not up my alley. So, and that's kind of, I don't know, we won't go into that part of it, but it's cool, <laughs> it's cool, it's, it's cool to have people reaching out to us. Here's the portion where we're going to go through our list of roasters that we don't yeah. like. All right, Jordan, you start. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> no, that's not. There's a, I've had, I think, just one or two that got sent to us that was had a roasted on stamp, stamp date that was two months old. Hmm. The coffee was ground. And I thought, I don't, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to do your business. And I just, it's just not. We're not. We're going to send you out whole beans, yeah. and we want them roasted within the week uh, before we ship them out. Mm-hmm. And I knew, we also understand that that 
for a lot of people can put business on hold and we definitely don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But we also want people to, there's a lot of people who think that that, if I get it after a week, it's no good anymore. I'm running into that a lot. And I don't know, do you guys ever deal with that? Yeah. Grocery stores? Well, so that's the interesting point is I've gone off on this topic that like, uh, uh, it's like this, I think it's a well-intentioned message that high-end roasters send to the end consumer is that like, hey, you should drink this within 10 days. And you right. go, oh, okay. I mean, in a perfect world, yes, that's sure. the case. If you're ordering online, that's the expectation. If you're ordering good coffee online, it is that expectation. That's right. like, this is being shipped the day of, this is being shipped within the week, whatever it may, it may be, but that you're getting it when it's super, super fresh off the roast. The grocery store thing to me is like, well, if someone is buying their coffee at the grocery store, it's probably not the number one thing at the top of right. their list. Sure. And if we can be fresher on the shelf than other, you know, ours is at uh, six uh, six months uh, on the shelf is the longest we let it sit. And we nitrogen flush our coffee. Sure. A lot of them out there are a year. So I go, we are as fresh or fresher than the other ones on the grocery store shelf. But the on, I, I almost treat the online purchaser as a different kind of category than the, sure. than the grocery store purchaser. And honestly, part of the hope would be that if they buy it at the grocery store, we keep low inventory at the distributor so mm-hmm. that we can keep it fresh on the shelf, that they drink it and they go, this is way better. And hopefully they realize part of it is the freshness right. thing. But with the online thing, it's like, yeah, it, it needs to be. But I think what's happened is that high-end roasters like, this has to be drank right. within 10 days, within two weeks, or you might as well not even. Right. And I'm going like, well, I, I challenge roasters to blind taste coffees that are a month off roast, yeah. 60 days off. I think 60 days you'd start to notice, but I've had coffees that are better after three sure. weeks, that are better after a month. There's different types of coffees where this can be true, but freshness is obviously a huge key, but I do think it gets slightly exaggerated, like the intensity, <sighs> but the, un, the, what that creates is an end consumer that's like, I got this and it was two weeks off roast. Like, give me my money back. That we've dealt with that one time. And for the most part, it's there's, I try not to be not being super educated and still learning with, I think a lot of people who have subscribed with us. um, I think it's all, everyone's kind of learning that what's out there and what's good and what you like and what your palate prefers. And then, but I, I feel like we're all kind of educating each other, but I don't want to edit email be like, well, this is actually it. I don't. Nobody wants to be. I, nobody wants to get that asshole email. Yeah, you can't email back and be yeah. like, "Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> no. uh, like, you're definitely wrong. What you are, sir, is wrong." And please stop emailing us. Uh, but for the most part, we get one or two people every now and then that are like, "This showed up, and it was, I don't know, two weeks. It it's been two weeks. Yeah, and this is not fresh anymore." I'm like, mm. but then they'll also be like, "This is all I've gotten from you are light roast," and I go. We've had one of those in a year, so I don't know that you know what you're talking about. But I don't even never going to say that yeah. to somebody. But it's just people. I think sometimes people just want to pick to pick. Yeah, and it's it's even like you've got people with the expectations that's like I want I want it the same day, and I want it, it, 
Yeah. And in fact, I would recommend people not drink coffee within three, four, sometimes five days of the roast. Like I know that especially with espresso, like when we're roasting coffees for our cafes and restaurants, Mm -hmm. we don't like to dial in espresso if it's been roasted within three or four days because as it's degassing, it can radically change. And that that can be true of coffee. It tastes different. So like Jeff, when he's cupping our coffees at the roastery, if he's cupping it, he'll let me know. He's like, hey, just let you know this is off today's roast or this was yesterday's roast. So it's not quite where it's going to be and cupping it a week later. Like this is the same batch of coffee, but it tastes radically right. different. So it's almost like the specialty coffee industry has done such a good job on emphasizing freshness yeah. that it's like, it's gone too far. It's too far. Yeah. And it's cra- And there's just, I didn't know that there was just so much to dive into. And it is like every day, my girlfriend's mom got me this coffee table book, which essentially is what it was up until about two or three months ago. I just started paging through it. And it's everything I would ever want to know or questioned is all in there. So every day I'm sitting down reading two or three pages in that, just trying to be able to, when people, when people want to talk to me about coffee, I don't want to be like the guy who's like, well, I'm just a glorified middleman. I want to be able to talk coffee with them. Yeah. And I feel like that, um, that's the most fun part about doing this is A, the connections, but also learning more without really realizing I'm learning more, if that makes sense. Well, it's funny you say that because that's literally why I started this podcast in the first place. If you go all the way back to episode one, the first six episodes were all answers to coffee questions because exactly what you're saying is that I kept getting the same exact questions over and over. And if I answered it thoughtfully every single time, I'm going, I can't respond with a phone call or with a long three-page email to every email that comes in about a very specific thing. So I was like, oh, I should just record some things so I can say, hey, recorded a one-hour episode about your question. So then they feel like, oh, he's answered this thoughtfully. Here is an idea. Take it or leave it. All right. But I was in this position at, at one point too, especially when I was first starting that I'm like, I had this extreme imposter syndrome. I'm, I, I come from a beer background. Sure. I started a coffee company. Who am I to answer these questions? And so I, I did a lot of research, but what you could do as this quote unquote glorified middleman that like, I, I don't want to be talking down to somebody as a way to not only educate yourself, but also be able to have these answers to people is you could have one thing your roasters do is like guest blog posts. So as you're getting these complaints or questions coming from your end customer. One thing that Winnow has that no other business has. So like if someone asks me or Jeff, they get Folly Coffee's answer. Mm -hmm. Winnow has now this amazing network of roasters and people that they've connected with. And so as a question comes up, you can be like, oh, I remembered I talked to Sam at SK about that. Or, hey, I'm sure, you know, Jeff has done this at Folly. I bet he would know a good answer to this. And you could be like, hey, would you be willing to do a guest blog spot and we can put it on the Winnow website? should do that we do our monthly newsletter where where we it's the same five questions we call it the winnow monthly where i sent to you guys just kind of you know what talking about the business your favorite part of that but that's a better idea featured blog post as well and this is something i learned a few months ago is going back to like seo and things that show up for search terms is blog posts are incredible for that yeah so if you've got a specific topic that like comes up a lot obviously people are searching for this you can have a blog about that. And then instead of putting it, do it as a newsletter and send sure. that out, but you could also put it on your website. That you, So you've got this ongoing resource of not only education, but then your website's still showing up for this because 
what you have right now is pretty incredible for the search term Minnesota coffee subscription. And to be able to keep rolling on that and be able to like use this network of roasters, that'd be a really cool thing that Winnow could almost have like this really cool database of different perspectives on the same thing because I preface everything I say with like, this is my opinion. And that's the weird thing about coffee versus like the beer industry. Beer industry is really good at like, we have exact answers. Right. And we have defined rules. Coffee's like, what is light, medium, and dark? And everyone goes, yeah. "Mm." So so let's say this person, right, reaches out and goes, every coffee's been a light roast. You could be like, "Eh." (laughs) well, according to you. Sure. And so you might be able to respond with an article. It's like, well, actually, here's a recent article uh, that one of our guest roasters did on that topic. That's a beautiful (laughs) way of doing it. I like that. No, that is a great idea. And it just would... Would save me from biting my tongue through, and I, I shouldn't make it sound like we get millions of emails yeah, like yeah. this. It's one every now and then. And I've said this before too. It's like if one percent, if half a percent of your customers are unhappy, it's going to be multiple emails a month. Yeah, and so it can feel like a lot. But even just to the, the I also think that if someone's reaching out. Probably more people are having that thought, but not. Uh, oh yeah, not many people go. I have this thought. I'm going to take time yeah. out of my day to email them. Usually, <laughs> you just lose a customer. Yeah, and that is. Uh, we have had one very detailed, two very detailed emails from two, two very similar seeming people, and it's just that they're schooling us on this, and. Really, what they're doing is I, I'm just not sure. They're, uh, it's like we get coffee from all over the world. I don't know. I don't, we get the coffee the day of, and it's shipped from across the country or across the seas, and I, there's no excuse for this to be roasted seven days ago. And it's, so that would be a phenomenal way to just go, well, actually, here's this, from the roaster themselves, instead of you know, having to sit down and bite my tongue and go, you're right. Yeah, and also, by the way, it's yeah. highlighted on our website that we ship it within a, yeah. a week of the roast. And yeah, yeah, it, 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 we've faced the same thing before, and especially with the United States Postal Service. Is it seems yeah. to be getting an email every few months that's like, "Hey, longer lead times, longer lead times," and you can't really control that. No, it's uh, luckily we've been things have been real smooth. People are getting because you know it's within the state. We have a bunch of subscriptions from all over the country. Which is, you know, people who have moved from and their parents are sending coffee to kids in college or else people have retired and moved somewhere and their kids are sending it, which has been awesome. And I really thought, I'm like, oh, it's going to mess up shipping and it doesn't do much. It's not damage. too bad. I'm, I'm sure if I, uh, this existed when I was in college, my mom would have been sending this to me to be like, come back to Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Remember this? Come back. And it's, dude, it's incredible how much good coffee is just within like right where we're sitting within 20 mile radius it's wild there's so much good stuff yeah and people so many people don't know about it and that gets that gets me excited because i think a lot of people go when i started folly people were like you're an idiot like you know like there's a lot of coffee companies out there and i go yeah but how many of them do you know and how many of the like how many doing really high-end high-quality coffees do you know and the list is usually pretty short sure and that what that tells me is there's a huge population of people that Obviously, you know Caribou, you know Starbucks, yep. and you go, yeah, that's good coffee. Why would you start a company? And you go, oh, you probably never even tried like the style of coffee I'm talking yeah. about, and you probably think I'm crazy even saying yep. that there's a different style. But that's the the reason I, I went on this huge tangent is because I was looking at this, going like, 
I wonder. I was wondering if it's like, oh no, he's super aware of SEO and this is all a strategy, or you go because the growth you've had in years has been incredible. I wish. I mean, there's some points in my life where I wish that I would lie and be like, yes, <laughs> I know a lot, <laughs> but I can't even. That's. Uh, but I, I think that speaks volumes for how people have been happy with what we've been doing, and we've been super happy with it. And I mean, I have to chalk that up a lot to probably Star Tribune. I mean, that just, that was huge for us. Yeah. And I mean, it would, which I assume would be huge for anyone in the state. And so I'm super thankful that we got, we got to be featured the way that we did. But going back to you talking about your um, uh, starting folly, just once we started compiling our list and going, man, we would never have to use the same, uh, the same coffee company twice for m- maybe three years. And then we could recycle things. But when I reached out to you, because I've been following all of you guys on Instagram since we started, and when you responded back, and it was just one sentence, you're like, yep, we'll do it. <laughs> and that, at that point, I went, if he's just answering like this, I think that we're doing all right. Yeah. Because I was looking, I was holding you guys, putting you guys up on this pedestal, and because uh, I'd heard so much about you, and I had heard um, Greg from Rustica had spoken very highly of you. And Shout out, Greg. Yeah. He's the best. And so when you were like, yep, we'll do it. I'm like, I think we made it. Well, so, I, like, I like simple, man. And you have, a, you have a really simple, really great idea. And I think in this day and age, everybody, when they want to start a business, they go, we need this like revolutionary yeah. new, like something that somebody's never heard of. But your elevator pitch is super easy right, to right. tell somebody what yeah. it is you do, do. We go, we have a coffee subscription for Minnesota coffee roasters. Yep. I can hear that and make every assumption. And guess what? Almost every single one of them was correct when you reached out. So I was like, yes, I want to do it. Give me the details. You provide the details. I go, it's exactly what I thought it would be. Super awesome. easy, super clean. Awesome. And, that, and that's why I think Star Tribune, why like all these places were willing to write about you because that pitch of just like, this is what we do. They go, right. that's a great idea. It's quick. It's relevant to our readers. We're in Minnesota. We're a Minnesota right. publication. Right. And so not to undervalue this, sim- like the, the, how good that idea is just because it's simple. Right. And I think there's a big difference between like something that's difficult and something that's challenging. Sure. Something that's difficult to me is like complex and you need to like solve this algorithm. Yeah. And you need to figure that out. But like something that's challenging is building a business. But, yeah. And so it's not difficult for you, but it is a challenge, but you found this awesome way. So I'm curious with, it sounds like you're probably ahead of pace where you thought you'd be at this point. We, Joe and I wanted to have 100 monthly subscribers by the end of the first year. And about six months in, we were sitting around 400 (laughs) and it was just, and it felt really good. But then, you know, we have, so we also have three, six and 12 month gifts. So if somebody just say, Hint, hint, holidays are coming. If you want, uh, if you want to buy someone six months coffee, you just pay up front, and then that's shipped right to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have, a, but then those fall off at a certain point. So the ones that were from like last Christmas, I once we got this this huge number to me, then we they started falling off, mm-hmm. and I thought it was people leaving. I didn't even consider that the gifts had to fall off. Mm-hmm. So I started for a while going, oh, we're failing. What are we doing wrong? We haven't changed anything. What's going on? And then I have to be brought down to earth and be like, we wanted 100 subscribers in a year. We got to 400, and now gifts from last Christmas are falling off. We're still above 300. And that, I mean, to be, I have to remain grounded because I can get down on myself pretty easily. 
But that is, to be ahead is, or ahead of where we want it to be anyways, is a great feeling. And again, I can't stress enough how proud I am of like what we were able to do. So being ahead of where you want it to be, but also starting to face the challenges of growth and having like, obviously subscription give subscriptions drop off where do you kind of see yourself taking this business or like where do you want this to go or have you even had those discussions of like what does this look like a year from now five years from now or is it kind of like let's go month by month and see how it goes sure uh, even before we started the we had a uh, you know just kind of spider webbing ideas was to branch more into Kind of stay stay grounded in coffee, but then branch off more into other Minnesota products, mm. and that's what we've been talking about. That kicking that idea around and how we could possibly do it, and then give extra options. It's again going back to how like the, how simple it is, where you just once you subscribe, that's it, you're done. I don't want to convolute it with so many different options, and if um. If that makes sense, like I don't want to people that have to like click through and then a pop up clicks up and, and then the pop up clicks up. It's very, very difficult to become known for something. Like, what is right. the one thing that you do best? And you go, well, Window MN is the best Minnesota coffee subscription. Yeah, like rotate. There's no literally because there, I don't think there's another option <laughs> there's, if you wanted to have no. a rotating selection of Minnesota coffees. Yeah, and so that is an interesting challenge that you go. It makes sense, right? That the consumers you have that you could build on your existing customer base because someone that's interested in Minnesota coffee would probably be interested in Minnesota something. Sure. But then when you're describing it to somebody, well, then are we Winnow MN, the, right. the coffee subscription, or are we a gift box, or are we kind of like food and beverage, and then what exactly is it? Yeah, that's, and it's just, it's simple and working well now, and I, knowing myself, I I like to throw a whole bunch of shit out. And I'm like, well, there's also this, 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 and this. And that's where I can't relate to that at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, I have to like, also I have to, I don't even, I don't look at numbers at all. And then when someone says, well, how are you going to do it? I go, oh, that's right. I guess well, so. someone does it. We'll somebody, figure it out. Yeah, we'll <laughs> get it. What let's I just say. do it. Um, but no, I, we had talked, there's been talk of expansion, you know, once we get to a certain point. So hopefully that we do get to a certain point. Um, it's, um, but yeah, that other Minnesota goods was, we've been kicking that around for quite a while. Uh, curated bo uh, gift boxes, things like that, which we do have options for that on the website. And then we have, you know, on, we have in the shop, there's the merch, the mugs and things. But it's tough to move away. It's tough to consider doing something else when the original model is just working very well. Yeah. And it's very simple. And it's, and I feel like we're just now, we're understanding exactly what we are and what we do very well. So some of those ideas have just kind of ended up as those post-it notes I was talking about. Yeah. But that is the one that we just keep kicking around. And then there's like the, and this is where it gets really tough is uh, like, at what point have you penetrated the coffee market enough where you go, you know what, we've reached... I don't think you could ever say, oh, we've reached our 100% limit, but you right. go, you know, at this threshold, if we think we've penetrated, so at like 300 subscribers, how much do we think we've penetrated the Minnesota coffee drinker, specifically someone who'd be willing to subscribe? You go, what percentage are we at? Right. What percentage can we get to where each additional subscriber is 
more work than it would be to launch like a secondary line or something that's complementary to coffee. And that's right. such a hard thing to know. Yeah, that is, we did something for, I believe it was Mother's Day where we par- uh, partnered with a uh, chocolate company. And that uh, I thought was a great idea. And it did well for us for that time. It just ended, I again, didn't consider shipping costs. Mm. Then you've got, instead of a 12 ounce bag, and like a, a little roaster's note in there, you've got then a coffee mug, a 12-ounce bag, uh, two giant chocolate bars, a big old box. And it's those little things, like you don't think about them right away, but then they add up very fast. And that, so it's, I don't know, it's trying to figure out where you can get things, if people are even interested in that, and how to go about it. Because I, I get to be complacent, and I'm pretty happy with the way things are going. But I always know that it can grow. We can keep growing. And maybe, maybe that stays in coffee. Maybe we branch out. As for now, I mean, I can't imagine doing anything other than coffee for a while now. But I'm always open to, like, if somebody wanted to sit down and talk about some ideas, yeah. 100% into that. Then, you learn very quickly the shipping costs when you go from 12 ounces to 12 and a half and 13 ounces. Yeah. Shipping costs double. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I've done the same thing. I will just include a little extra something that fits in the box. And yeah. you're like, oh, we have now lost three or four dollars yeah. because of that shipping cost. We did, oh man. I don't. We kicked around right away. We were like, we should offer multiple bags, and I, right away, we got sucked into that idea of freshness. We're like, well, then we would have to. We don't want to have multiple shipping dates. We just want to ship once. So we were for the first few months, we just did one bag, and then you know we were like, well, why don't we just. Uh, I think I I had shipped out a bag to somebody and then threw an extra one in to a buddy and realized, well, the shipping cost is, I don't know, it's like five something, six something. And then when I put another bag in there, it's, um, let's see, it's not, it doesn't double everything, yeah. but it there's a little break in there. So then we started offering it. Not I didn't know if people would want to, if, if they would want all their coffee right away, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then the moment we offered it and made some posts about it, People started buying two, like, oh, I want, I need more than one 12 ounce bag a month. And I'm like, why didn't we do this from the beginning? And man? See, this is a really interesting insight into like being in the specialty coffee world. I think you have an advantage not being previously in the coffee world because some of the things that you assumed are not that important yeah. are actually not yeah. as important as you might think. But if you're only talking to roasters and being like, should we ship one bag out? Yeah. Should we ship two bags out at the top of the month? Or should we do one bag every two weeks? Every single roaster is going to go do one every two yep. weeks. It's better for freshness. Yep. But to the average consumer, they go, I want the two because then if my one runs out, I've got the second. That's- not running out is much, much, much more important to someone yeah. than 14 days off roast versus, yeah. you know, one day off roast. And it's like these assumptions that we tend to work on in high-end coffee, and we found this with our subscription services, like th- assumptions I made are just not true. Sure. Just like sm- small things like our sampler pack. I thought our sampler pack would be more popular be- for, for high-end coffee roasters that want to try three different types of roasts. Yeah. Sampler packs for us are people who have never tried great coffee, don't know what they're looking for, and want to try three different yeah. coffees. High-end ro- or high-end coffee people already know what they want, right. so they're just going to buy the one bag of the thing that they want, sure. the current origin. So it's like little assumptions like that, or even just bag size. Like we didn't offer five-pound bags. For the longest time. And then finally I was like, let's do it. And now we have five pound subscribers. I go, like, who is drinking this? (laughs) We have one subscriber that drinks 10 pounds of coffee a month. And I'm like, (laughs) 
it's like a neighborhood shop <laughs> worth of coffee. Like, but you you go. Some people bring it in their office. Sure, something sure. you go, and if you if it's the price is reasonable enough, they yeah. go. This makes sense. So there's like all these assumptions that you work off of. That uh, so here's a thought I had, and again, this is all take it or leave sure. it. At this point, this is more just like the the reason this has turned into a conversation is because you I. I what you guys are doing is awesome. And I think it's a really cool idea. Thank you. And I get like excited about ideas that I go, this is just working is trying to gain new customers and like growing, not just your subscriber list, but your email subscriber sure. list or growing awareness. Cause I think that's where Winnow MN is at is yep. it's insane. You're 300 plus subscribers. Like that's right. T- talk to any roaster in town. There's probably only a couple that'll be like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Every other roaster will be like, how the hell? In the-? Sure. So you could almost use seasonal holidays. So let's say Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas, Mother's Day, Father's Day. You could use these holidays and do one-off gifts that you go, yes, we need to make money on these gifts and we'll build the cost and the shipping, but have these as things that are intended to be given as gifts. So you're almost using your existing customers, these existing 300, 400 people that are on, uh, that are either currently purchasing or however many people you have on your email list. And these are intended to be given as gifts during these times. Right. Here's the added value is not only will you make money on somebody purchasing an additional gift, but in every gift, you include a little card about Winnow. It's like, hey, person that's receiving this gift, you've definitely never heard of us. If you like this, if you like this coffee, you could also sign up for this and have some sort of like sign up bonus or something like that. So that because somebody goes, oh, I know somebody that loves great coffee. It's Christmas coming up. I'll get them this gift. And then guess what? If somebody's getting great coffee that loves great coffee, they get this gift. They go, I've never heard of this company. I'm going to check it out. Then you're like selling something that's also working as an advertisement. Those to cards you. just went out this month. Yeah. So we have those cards. Yeah. And it's, it's, and that's more and more that gets talked about. But yeah, holidays is huge for us. But yeah, that essentially we have a stack of cards there just with it's five, a $5 off code on it that goes out to every existing and new person. And especially the people who are getting gifts, like you're saying, they're unknowing that they're going to get this. And then for the most part, we have a lot of people that they get it, subscription ends. And then they come and sign up. Yeah. Which is, that really makes me feel good too. Cause it, yeah. you have to find, like, it feels good to have somebody find what you're doing worthwhile enough to go, well, this was free. Now I want to pay for it. And that, uh, but yeah, so I'm following what you're saying. We've been kicking around that idea as well. And that there's just, there's endless ideas for something so simple. Yeah. And which is cool. Cause it's, we, I'm just constantly excited. And I'm, con- I'm getting coffee from roasters all the time. So I'm, Every morning is awesome for me because I just get to, but it's a to, to the point where there's a cabinet where I look in it and I go, what am I doing today? And it's, they, sometimes I feel guilty that I don't get to somebody's coffee like within the two weeks <laughs> <laughs> and I had to kick that idea out. But I mean, it's been, it's really been incredible to, uh, to be able to try so many things where a year ago, like you said, I would have known, I could have named maybe five off the top of my head. And now I've made either friends or great relationships with those five plus what, seven more. And then all these other people that we've been talking to. And it's, it's been a cool, cool little journey. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited for where it goes. Yeah. And it's just like you have this big advantage over just even what I do with Folly is that it's, it's much easier to define who your customer is, in my opinion. So like Folly, 
we have so many different channels that we sure. sell through that in so many different parts that like when I'm trying to optimize for search terms or I'm trying to like think of who our customers or different services to offer. It's like, it seems like every time we lean one direction, it might take away from something else. So keeping that balance. But to me, it's like the winnow customer is very easy to find that somebody who values quality sure. and convenience and is proud of Minnesota. Right. So you right. go like to come up with like a gift idea for the holidays or mother day or father's yeah. day. Not only could you come up with a killer gift, but also if your customer values convenience as one of their like core things, right. well, guess what? We just took care of shopping for you. Yeah. We can ship it directly to them. We can ship it to you to give yep. us a gift pre like in a gift box. So you go right. just, we'll, we'll put a bow in the box. So you just yeah. slap that on top when it arrives. Yeah. It's like, I, I think it, it gets a lot easier to start to come up with those new ideas. But like, I think it's, especially this early on staying and it seems like this is where you're going is just like staying on that core mission of like great Minnesota coffee and like that's right. and like continuing to ride that way and just trying to figure out how to get to new people which is a huge challenge it is and it, I mean we've been lucky and again like I said getting ahead of where we wanted to be is then is then very easy to be like oh, we need to do more yeah need, and it's easy to get greedy but it's also we we've everything stayed the plan we want to make sure that we're trying the coffee that comes in that uh, we're making we're researching the roaster making sure they they work ethically and that their mission is great and that the people are just all around nice people so we'll do a little extra research on people kind of like some internet some internet spy working and for the most part i just keep finding these very cool people that are a real pleasure to work with such as yourself and uh, everyone else that we've worked with which yeah. is, uh which is it's great. So I, I feel like we'll stay with this. Again, 100 roasters, who knows how many of those will feature. But we don't have to recycle anyone unless, like, we have this relationship where, and someone reaches out and, like, we have this new thing a year after we featured them last. Sure, let's do it. Why not? Or you do surprise drops of, yeah. like, hey, here's a sample box we put together of three coffees or whatever it may be yeah. of, of fat past uh, roasters we featured. There's just so many cool right. directions you could do for one-offs. And I think there is that big opportunity for you. And again, take it or leave it. But I, the reason I get excited about this is because it's like, it, it's easier to, and I'm, it's like you said with your post, post-it notes, it's easy to create ideas around a simple thing, right. but it's so hard to keep it simple. Oh, for sure, 100%. <laughs> and that is because it's simple. I'm like, just leave those post-it notes. Yeah, and it's it's, oh, it's, like, it's like you look at it and go, oh, but like we're growing so <laughs> yeah. fast, we should do more because yeah. people want more. You go, well, except the reason the people are here is because yeah. it's simple. And not one time has someone reached out and been like, I need more. Yeah. I need more, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. People are just like, they're either like, I, uh, I'm i very happy with this or, you know, you, I keep getting light roasts. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, people seem to be happy. Um, I'm, We're very happy. And as long as, as long as the, the people getting the coffee, the roasters, and us are happy. I don't. I mean, that makes, I yeah. feel good. Yeah, <laughs> but and that's all it needs to feel good, and we're good to go. Yeah, um, I think that's a really good place to end this episode. I'm really happy sure. to have you in. Congrats on yeah. the success within just such a short period of time of being in business. And uh, I'll end it like I end every other episode and say, have a nice day.